Parshas Peshalach, we have the Shira Sayam, the Song of the Sea, Az Yashir. You say it every day in Davening. One of the most famous, best known of the, of the biblical Shiras. I want to discuss today, tonight, the concept of Schadenfreude. The question of whether it is appropriate to be, to rejoice, to be happy about the destruction, the, the death of others, the suffering, the death of others. In Az Yashir, obviously we're thankful that Hashem saved us, saved us from Mitzrayim. We're also, we also seem to be pretty thankful that he destroyed our enemies. Sus Farochva, Ramavayam, Saluqaferas Vimayim, Adirim, and so on. There's a great deal about the gods grinding our enemies into dust. Similarly, we have the, some of the other great shiras of the Torah. We have the Shira of Dvora. We have the kind of the, the brilliant but uh, scathing mockery of Sisera and his destruction, his, his getting his head smashed, his mother waiting for him to return and deluding herself about how he's gathering spoils and women. Cain Yovdu Hashem. Certainly there is, a, uh, there is a strong element in biblical poetry and the liturgy in general where we rejoice and we thank Hashem and in general we are happy about the destruction of our enemies. But it's not, uh, it's not univocal. As we'll see tonight, there is also a strong strain both in Midrash, in Agadah, as well as even in Halacha, that has qualms about uh, unrestrained schadenfreude, that, that we'll see that there is a, an idea that, that's a controversial idea, but it, it begins in, in Midrashim, and, it, reson- and it, uh, it echoes down through the, some of the Halachic literature even, that it's not such a simple matter to rejoice even enemies that deserve it, people like the Egyptians, genocidal, slave masters, and so on, even them, it's not a simple matter to, uh, to just have unalloyed joy, to just engage in uh, complete and uninhibited rejoicing at their destruction. So we'll begin with a passage in the Talmud, the Babylonian Talmud in Sanhedrin, the Sanhedrin is all about judicial process, criminal, criminal, uh, criminal justice. And the mission is talking about how we warn witnesses, we, we, we kind of swear them in. in. In halacha, we don't actually swear in witnesses. Witnesses don't swear, but we do charge them, we, we do charge them, especially in criminal cases, with the solemnity of what they're doing, with the grave consequences of, uh, of perjuring themselves, especially on a capital case. So the mission in Sanhedrin says, we warn the witnesses, if you lie, if you send an innocent man to his death, it's such a terrible, terrible thing that you're doing, even one, one life is, uh, is an entire world, and it's such a terrible, terrible thing that you would do if you kill someone who's not deserving of death. So the witnesses might say, so wait a second, why are we getting involved here? Even if he's guilty, even if we're telling the truth, do we really want his blood... On, uh, on, our, on our hands? Do we really want to tinker with the machinery of death? So the Mishnah says, the answer is, what we tell the witnesses is, Halok Farnemar Ba'avod Rishoim Rina. Pasuk and Mishle, when the wicked perish, there is song, that yes, it's good, we're happy, we're happy, not only is it our duty to punish, to punish sin, to punish crime, it is our joy, we are delighted to do so, Ba'avod Rishoim Rina, when, when evildoers, when villains are destroyed, Rina, we sing, we actually sing, we rejoice at the death and destruction of evildoers. The Gemara goes on, the Gemara brings in Malachim, it says the, 
Layavar Harina Bamachana, when Achav died, it said that the Rina, the, the news of his death, passed through the camp. The, 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 land, the word Rina, commonly in Hebrew, means song, not just news. So the Gemara says, Bavod Rishayim Rina, same pasuk commissioner brought, it says in Mishle, Bavod Rishayim Rina, when Rishayim die, there is song and rejoicing. Bavod Achav ben Amri, Achav was such a Russia, when he died, Rina. He may have been good for the Jewish people in certain ways. He was a good leader, a good, uh, good king, perhaps, in, in terms of leading the nation outside the religious, the religious sphere. But nevertheless, Bavod Rishayim Rina, Achav was one of the great Rishayim among the, Malchim, among the Malachim, and therefore Bavod Achav, when Achav died, there was, there was Rina. So that's what the Mishnah says, that's what the Gemara says, that we are happy, we, uh, we sing when Rishayim die. The Gemara says, Really? Is God really happy at the destruction, the downfall of Rishayim? But we have a, uh, there, there are some indications to the contrary. It says in Divrei Yamim, the B'tzeis L'fanei Achalot, V'amrim Hodul Hashem Kila Olam Chasto. It says there that when God is going to, uh, that, that, when, that, that, that when God wages war, they say, that they, they say before the Lord, Hodul Hashem, Give thanks to Hashem, ki la'olam chasto. And we don't say, hodul Hashem kitov. We don't say the more familiar phrase, hodul Hashem kitov. So we don't have the full song when God is waging war. And the Rabbi Yochanan explains why. How come here it doesn't say kitov? The God's joy, God does not have joy for the, when the Rishayim have, have, when the Rishayim's experience their downfall. We don't say kitov. It's not entirely good. It's necessary we, we do, we, Hashem does what has to be done, but joy, the, 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 full, the full measure of joy, does not apply because God is not happy when the Rishayim experience their downfall. And then the Gemara brings another statement, which is on our parsha, on Parshas B'Shalach, that it says even when the Mitzvah were destroyed, there was a, it was not a time for joy. The Pasuk says, before the, before the actual nace of Kriyasi Suf, it says the night before, it says the, the Mitzrayim were pursuing the Jews, the God separated between the Egyptians and the Jews with a pillar of, with the pillars of cloud and fire. It says, Vlokarav zel zekal The two camps did not approach uh, each other the entire night. So the Gemara Darshan's Ba'oso Shah, at that point, Pikshu Malachi Ashare Slomar Shira. The ministering angels wanted to sing Shira, Lefnei Akash Baruchu. Akash Baruchu retorted, Masa Yodai Tovim Bayam, Ba'atzimamrim Shira. My handiwork, people that I made, are toven biyam, are drowning in the sea, and you want to sing shira? That uh, God is not happy, and God is not gladdened by the downfall of the wicked. So the Gemara says, that. so how can you say, Mavod Risharim Rina, how can you say that God is joyful, that everyone is joyful when the Risharim are destroyed? But here we see Malachi Asharis could not sing shira at the time of Kriyas Yamsuf, and we see that, the, that in Divrei Yamim, it says that they, they, would, they would not say Hodul Hashem Kitov, they, they would not say Kitov when it was a time of, when, uh, the, when, when it was a time of trampling out the vineyard uh, where the grapes of wrath are stored. It's, it's not a time for joy, it's a time for, uh, for solemnity and appreciation maybe, but not joy. So, so which, which is it? So the Gemara gives a somewhat uh, a somewhat uh, cryptic, somewhat obscure distinction. The Gemara says, "Who enosus? God Himself does not experience joy, whatever that means." God still causes others to have joy. Yasis. It 
says that God will cause others to rejoice. He himself will, uh, will not rejoice. Veloxiv Yasus, that when God punishes the when God punishes people who need to be punished, punishing the Jews in this case, it says Yasis, he'll cause others to have joy. God has no joy in this. When God punishes those who need to be punished, God himself does not experience joy. So that is the somewhat uh, somewhat unclear conclusion of the Gemara, that both are true. There is joy. Other people have joy. God himself has no joy. Therefore, apparently, when the Mitzrayim wanted to sing Shira, God said, no, bayam. I am not happy. This is not a time for joy. And the and so and Yom, the same thing. God is not said to be experiencing joy when he punishes those he needs to punish. However, we still say Bavod Risham Rina. We still say there is Rina, there is joy when God punishes when God punishes the wicked. Now, focusing for a moment on, on this Midrash, this this Agada that that, that the Malachi Asharis wanted to sing Shira when the Jews and the Matrium were at the sea, and God stopped them. So the, 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 the Midrash uses a, a famous expression, the Chazal use a famous expression, My handiwork are drowning in the sea. Who is my handiwork, the Jews or the Egyptians? So from the simple reading of the Bavli, and, the, and this is the dominant approach in the traditional Masorah, the, the implication of the Bavli and the dominant interpretation of this Chazal is Masayodai are the Mitzrayim. That even though the Mitzrayim weren't dead yet, it was the night before Kriyas Yamsuf, the Mitzrayim were about to experience the national catastrophe. They were about to experience national destruction and wholesale decimation. So God was saying, this is not a time for Shira. Yes, I'm about to destroy the, I'm about to destroy the Egyptians. I'm, I'm, it's going to be a great nace. It's going to be something that the Jewish people will remember for thousands of years. It'll be something that they'll talk about and even sing about. The Jews themselves did say Shira on the Yam the next day. But for some reason, when the Malachi Asharis wanted to sing Shira, Hashem said, Masayodai, my handiwork. He doesn't call them Bonai, they're Mitzrayim. They're Masayodai. They're not my sons, they're not my children, they're not the Jews, but they're still Masayodai. They're, they're still God's creations. He still has, uh, he still has some, uh, some positive feeling for them, Kaviyachal. And it's not a time for Shira. I'm destroying my handiwork. They're about to be destroyed. And you can't say Shira. And therefore, that is the simple reading of the, of the Bavli. There is a, an alternate version of the Midrash. And some say this is really what the Bavli means as well. The alternate version of the Midrash appears in Shmos Rabbah, in a version of the Tanhuma, other mid- early Midrashic sources. In Shmos Rabbah, we have the following version. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, that night, the night before Kriyas Yamsuf, the ministering angels wanted to say Shira. And Hashem said to them as follows, My legions, meaning the Jewish people clearly, my legions are not drowning, but they're Nisunim Batsara. They're in a dangerous situation. Their, 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 fate is, uh, their fate is unknown, at least to them. They're worried, they're, they're distressed. My people, my legionos, God says. Not Masayodai, but legionosai. My legion, my, my, the, the Tzivos Hashem, are, uh, are Nesun and Batsar, and you want to say Shira? And that's what it means, Lakarav Zelzeh, Kol Halayla, that, the, that they did not sing Shira. The, the drush of Lakarav Zelzeh is based on a kind of Zereshava to the Pasuk in Yeshaya, Vekara Zelzeva Amar. When the ministering angels said Kedusha, they were Vikara Zel Zeva Amar, they call out to each other and they say Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. Here it says Lokarav Zel Zeh, 
Here they did not say Kedusha, they did not say Shira, Hashem stopped them because Ligyonosai Nesunim Batsara. We find a similar, similar version of this Midrash in the Tanchuma Yashan, in an older version of the Tanchuma, early Midrash, not, not so clear. Some, some believe that some versions of the Tanchuma predate the Bavli, others, others dated somewhat later, but also another, uh, another important Midrash. The, the Tanchuma Yashan says, the Malachi Ashares, when the Jews were encamped at the, at the edge of the sea, Malachi Ashares wanted to sing Shira. God said no. And there's a marshal. Tanchuma gives us a marshal. A king's son was captured by enemies. So the king, Lavash Nakama, he prepares for vengeance and uh, retaliation and rescue. He goes, to, he goes to rescue his son. And they're about to sing an imnon, a hymn. They're about to sing some kind of hymn of uh, Battle Hymn of the Republic. They're about to sing some kind of hymn to the glory and uh, might of, uh, of the king. The king says, wait till we're done. Once I redeem him, once he's safe and out of trouble, then it's time for singing. Right now, we're in a somber and serious mode. It's not time for hymns. Kach Yisrael, Yisrael as per the Lashon of, of Shmos Rabbah, L'Gyanosei Nesunim B'Tzara, Yisrael Nesunim B'Tzara Sayam, Malachi Asharis wanted to sing Shira, Hashem said, Bonai Nesunim B'Tzara, Bonai L'Gyanosei, Yisrael Nesunim B'Tzara, the Jewish people are in, a, uh, are in great distress, and you want to sing Shira, not the right time. So the, so the version of this Agadah in the Shmos Rabbah, the Tenchum and other sources, some, of the, some scholars bring, indicates that the objection to Shira was not any sympathy for the Mitzrayim. God did not have any sympathy for the Mitzrayim. The sympathy was for Klal Yisrael. Klal Yisrael is in great distress. Hashem, of course, knew the future, that he would save them. They didn't know that. They, they were certainly in distress. In terms of B'derach HaTeva, the Jews were in a situation of great distress. Therefore, it's not a time for Shira. So this Midrash, so according to this understanding of the, of the parsha, according to this Midrashic account, this has nothing to do with Bavod Risham Rina, of course, when Risharim are destroyed, we rejoice, and that's why the next day they sang Shira. But the, the issue here is something entirely different. When the Jews are in a dangerous situation, it's not time for Shira. This has nothing to do with the principle of Bavod Risharimrina, which we can, which according to this, we can accept as being an absolute rule. Bavod Risharimrina, no qualms whatsoever. The Bavli, as we said earlier, doesn't seem to understand it this way because the Bavli brings Bavod Risharimrina and it asks Akasha that how can you say that? Is it really true? But it says it's not like that. One of the kashas the, the Bavli asks is from this, is from this drasha. So from the Bavli, it is strongly indicated that the Bavli did not understand the Midrash as per the Shmos Rabbah and the Tanchuma. The Bavli is virtually explicit that it understands is going on the Egyptians, not the Mitzrayim, that God does have some sympathy for the, for, for the wicked, even the Rishayim, and that Akash Baruch Hu is not does not unequivocally celebrate the death of the Rishayim. And that's why the Bible has to answer that, well, it's, it's, not, it's complicated. God himself does not have joy, but others can have joy, but God himself doesn't want the Malachim to sing to him. So according to the Bavli, is going on the, is going on the Mitzrayim, while according to some of the other Midrashim, Masa Yodei Tovim Bayam is going on the Jews. Rav Menachem Kasher, Rav Menachem, Rav Menachem Kasher, in a long note on the Shmos Rabbah, tries to argue that this is the Ikar, this is the Ikar understanding of the Midrash, that the, the way the Shmos Rabbah and the Tanhuma have it, 
that, that God has no particular sympathy, according to this Midrash, for the Mitzrayim, and the, and the Masayade is going on the Jews. Masayade is going on the Jews. But the... But the... What about the Bavli? The Bavli seems to indicate that God, that God did have sympathy for the Mitzrayim. Rav Kasher says that that's not, that's not what the Bavli means. It just brought this drash in, Derech Agav. It wasn't really relevant to the, to the discussion of the Gemara. Even according to Rav Kasher, the, he still admits that the Gemara does say that God is not happy about the destruction of the Rishon, whether it's not what this particular Midrash, whether it is or is not what this particular Midrash means, he is debatable. And anyway, Rav Kasher's pshat is very forced in the Bavli. The Bavli is, again, virtually explicit that it understood that Masayade Tovim Bayam is going on the Egyptians, that God did have a certain sympathy with the Egyptians, and that is why, that is why God rejected the Shira of the Angels the, the night before Kriyas Yamsev. Now, obviously, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's, difficult, it, it's a difficult concept. The, the Bavli itself has to go through uh, the contortion of saying God himself has no joy, but he causes others to have joy. And furthermore, as we noted, the next day, the Jewish people did sing Shira at the Yamsev. And God didn't, God didn't tell them, stop, but Masayate Tovim Bayam. So uh, I, I, I saw somebody said the Jews didn't ask. If, if Shira comes as a natural outpouring of joy, God wasn't going to stop them, but if they would have asked a sober question, should we, should we sing Shira? The answer might have been no. You can say all kinds of, all kinds of Torah, but obviously it, 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 it's difficult to square all these conflicting ideas. God, God has no joy, but he wants others to have joy. The Jewish people sing Shira. The Malachi Nesharis don't sing Shira. So it's very hard to reconcile in some, uh, in some satisfying way all these conflicting, all these conflicting ideas. But uh, the, the Bavli, what is clear is that the Bavli very much says that despite the fact that in, that in Mishle it says, Bavod Risham Rina, that is not the whole story. Despite the fact that it says, Bavod Achav ben, ben Amri Rina, it's not so simple. God does not have Simcha when the Rishayim experience their downfall. Now, there's an interesting idea that appears in another Midrash, not a Midrash that is actually extant today, but it is a Midrash that is cited by a number of Rishonim and Achronim. It appears in the Kolbo and the Shibali Aleket and in later sources. The Halacha is, the, the Talmud has all kinds of rules, the literature of Chazal, we have all kinds of rules about when we say Halal, when we're Gomrim as a Halal. So we know that on Sukkot we say Halal Shalem every day, all, all the days of Sukkot, Chalamoid, Shminyat as well. On Pesach, we only say Halal Sholem on the first two days, the first day really, and the second day because of Snake of the Yoma. Chalamoid, on the final days, we do not say, we, we are not Gomer as a Halal, we do not say the whole Halal. Half Halal is, is, is not just uh, quantitatively smaller, half Halal is less of a real Halal. Question whether you even make a bracha on Chatzi Halal, Ashkenazim do, but not everyone does. We, we don't say real Halal, we don't say full Halal, real Halal on most of Pesach after the first day. Why not? Why don't we say Hallel on the rest of Pesach the way we do on the rest of Sukkot? So the Gemara in Erechin, the, the, the Gemara in Masechus Arachin asks this question. Why don't we say Hallel the rest of the days of Pesach as we do Sukkot? So it gives a, a technical answer. It says that the, on Sukkot the Karbanos are different. Every day has different Karbanos. Chalukim Karbanosam. The, 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 the Pare Hachag, the, the, the bulls they brought on Sukkos, they brought four, 14 the first day, 13 the second day, 12 the third day, and so on. Each day had a unique carbon, therefore each day has a unique aspect of Yom Tov to it, and therefore each day has Halal Shalem. On Pesach, the carbon Musaf is, 
is constant is throughout the throughout the entire holiday. Therefore, the after the first day, the additional days don't have don't add, don't have a unique aspect, and therefore we say we're not gomer sahalal the rest of Pesach. That's what it says in the Gemara of Masechus Arachin. But the Rishonim give other turot. Shame the Midrash. The Kalbo says, Tarachin, why don't we say Halel, uh, the whole Halel, the rest of Pesach? So he brings several reasons. One of the reasons is, he brings the reason of the Gemara and Arachin, without mentioning it's a Gemara, but he also says, he combines that with another reason. He says that, Hutva Paro Bayam Bobayom, Paro and his entire army were drowned in the Yamsuf, and Chazal said, Bikshumalachi Ashare's Lomar Shira. The ministering angels wanted to sing Shira. It was actually the night before, but they wanted to sing Shira at the Yam. It's not appropriate. Not appropriate to sing Shira when, when people are dying, even if it's enemies. We do say Hal. We don't skip Hal entirely. We sing, we, we say Hal, but we say Hal, we don't sing the whole Hal. Is every day at its own karbanos, and we don't have this concern for masayadai, and therefore we, uh, therefore we say the whole halal every day. So the kalbo, a little strange, he ignores the gemara and erichin. Instead, he he brings the same reason, but he but he adds this other reason also that because Chazal said masayadai tovim bayam, and we can't say shira, that's why we don't say halal on we don't say halal shalem on shvi shal pesach. We still say Az Yashir. We say Az Yashir every day. Az Yashir talks about it. Az Yashir was the Shira the Jews sang at the destruction when the Mitzrayim were destroyed. And Az Yashir, we do say, the Jews said it then, and we say it today. But for some reason, when it comes to Halal, to halal Shalem, to Gomer and Halal, the Kalba brings this reason that we don't say Halal Shalem on Shvi Shal Pesach because of that's when the Mitzrayim were destroyed and we dafka one, don't want to say full Halal on that day. The, what, what about Chalamoid Pesach? That's the reason for the last day of Pesach. What about Chalamoid Pesach? So the Maril says that we don't want to, we don't want Chalamoid to have a, a higher degree of, a higher level of liturgical expression than, than Pesach, than the last day, which is actually a Yom Tov. So because we can't say it on the last day of Yom Tov, and we don't want Chalamoid to have a, a, higher, a higher standard than the last day, we skip it for all the days except the first day. Shibole Aleket, Shibole Aleket, uh, also one of the Rishonim, brings this idea from Midrash Harninu. It's a Midrash that we don't have, but we showed him, quote it, uh, Midrash Harninu, some Midrasha collection, that the Midrash says that circus we say Halal Shalom every day, Pesach we don't. Why? Lama, Shmuel Baraba Amar, Binafol Ayvecha Al Tismach. Despite the fact that it says, Bavod Risham Rina, we also have a Pasuk that says exactly the opposite, Binafol Ayvecha Al Tismach, when your enemy falls, do not have schadenfreude, do not have uh, joy when your enemy experiences misfortune. So the Shabbal Eleket, the same shot in the Kalbo, Shabbal Eleket attributes this to Midrash Arninu and says, because the Mitzrayim were destroyed, that is why we don't say Hal. Shabbal Eleket also brings the Gemara in Arachin and also brings the Yushalmi, another reason, but among his reasons, among his various reasons, he brings this, he brings this Midrash Arninu that we don't say Hal on Shvi Yishal Pesach, Hal Shalem. Because the because of Masiyade Tovim Bayam, the Atamam Shira, it's not Bunfalevechal Tismach, not appropriate to sing Shira when the not appropriate to sing Shira when the when the when when enemies are experiencing misfortune. The Maril. The Maril brings this reason as well. Father 
father of modern Minhagi Ashkenaz, ancient Minhagi Ashkenaz, one, one of the late, latest of the Rishonim, but one of the pillars of Minhagi Ashkenaz. He says that Minhag Rhinus, they say Hallel, Shalem, the first few days of Pesach. After that, they say like Rosh Chodesh, Chatsi Hallel. But we do make a bracha, but only Chatsi Hallel. Why? Lefisha B'Shvi, Tavu HaMetzriyim, the Metzriyim died on, were drowned on Shvi Shal Pesach. Omer HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Masa Yadei Tovim Bayam, Ba'atim Amram Lefanai Shira. That's not right. You can't sing Shira because the Metzriyim were destroyed. What about Chalamoit? So, 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 so Arnie's asking, why does the whole issue of Masa Yodai Tovu Bayam come up only at Kriyas Yamsuf and not uh, Machis Becharos? There were other Machis that killed Egyptians, particularly Machis Becharos, which uh, literally, which you know, was virtually decimating them. Every Bechar, every family lost someone. So the, the real question, I guess, is why didn't the Malachi Asharis want to sing Shira then? The, when the Malachim tried to sing Shira, God, uh, God says no. So apparently, apparently the Malachim wanted to sing Shira at Kriyas Yamsuf. Why not at the Machs Becharis? I, I assume Pachupshat is that it wasn't final yet. There, there was still, uh, the crisis was still ongoing. The Jews were still suffering. So the, the Shira, I suppose, was said the same way the Jews sang Shira when, at Kriyas Yamsuf. The Jews didn't sing Shira at Machs Becharis when they left. Uh, as they left, maybe they said Halal, but, but, but we don't find in the Torah they sang a great Shira as they were leaving as they were leaving Mitzrayim. So Kipshutu, I think the answer would be that the Shira was at the final, the final redemption when, when, when the crisis was completely over, their, their, foes, were, their foes were gone, and, then, and, and they, were, they were completely free of the, of the malign control of Egypt. At that point, there was an issue of Shira, and that's why God had to say no when the Mitzrayim wanted to sing Shira. But, uh, so the Maril, the, 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 the Malachim, sorry, the Malachim wanted to sing Shira, thank you, Simcha, the Malachim wanted to sing Shira, and that's when God had to say no. So we find, on the one, so we find, uh, we have this, the, the, this idea of the Bavli, which has different versions in the different Midrashim, but in the, in the Rishonim already, we find that they understood the Bavli Kipshuto, they, they attribute it to Midrash Arninu, and not only is it, we have this idea that uh, it's not just an Agadic idea, it actually has halachic implications, according to them, according to this idea of the various Rishonim, that's why we don't say Halal, what's one reason why we don't say Halal, Full Hallel on the seventh day of Pesach, and therefore the rest of Pesach also, is because Masayodai Tovim Bayam, God says it's not a time for Hallel. The, the Mitzrayim are being destroyed. So, despite the fact that we say Hallel at the Seder, and we say Hallel, uh, uh, and we say, we say Hallel and Shul according to some and Hagim, despite the fact that Pesach is full of rejoicing and thanking God, it's something of a paradox. But at the end of the day, there's also an element of Nefalei Bechal Tismach, there's also an element of Masayodai Tovim Bayam. I, I think nothing I saw on this topic illustrates the, the paradox and the, the tension here as much as another comment of the Maril, literally uh, on the same page or the other side of the same page. There is a note in the Haggad to the Maril, apparently by students of the Maril or followers of the Maril. We say, on, we say when, we, when we daven on Yom Tov, so we have a special phrase we say for each Yom Tov. Pesach is Zman Cheruseinu, 
Shvuos is man matan tarasenu, and Sukkos is man simchasenu. So in the Haggad to the Maril, they bring Yeshomrim. Some have the custom that on the last days of Pesach, specifically on the last days of Pesach, I guess the seventh and eighth, some people would say is man simchasenu. Instead of zman chayrasenu, they would switch to zman simchasenu because mishum simchas tviyas mitzrayim bayam. Because Simchas Tviyas Mitzrayim Bayam, they were so happy about the destruction of Mitzrayim, they would dafka switch from Zman Cheruseinu to Zman Simchaseinu. So not, not only do we say Tov, not only don't we say Masiyadetov Bayam, it's not a time for Simcha, on the contrary, they would adopt the formulation of Sukkot, of Zman Simchaseinu, because of the great Simcha of Tviyas Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim Bayam. So the Haggah goes on and says, that he, he hadn't actually heard this custom when Maril was still alive. So he's, he's, uh, it's apparently it's a dubious custom, and indeed today, as far as I know, this is not a uh, custom people have. As far, as far as I know, everyone says, Zman Cheresenu throughout Pesach, but there was such a minog recorded in the Maril, there was such a minog that, uh, that we, we Dafka did say Zman Simchasenu. It, it was an extra time of Simcha because of the destruction of the Mitzrayim. Again, how that squares with Benefale Vechal Tismach, how that squares with the other Maril of Masa Yodei Tovim Bayam, I don't know. But, the, but, but clearly we have, uh, again, clearly we have uh, things pushing in opposite directions here. When do we say, When do we say, When do we say, And uh, we, we clearly have these conflicting voices within our Masorah. Another, another passage in the Shabbalah Leket is also relevant to our discussion. In Avil, when a minion forms in a base Avil. So the Shabbalah Leket brings... That, that, they, that you do not say az yashir in a base avil. We do, I think, we do. But uh, there was such a minog in, in the medieval period, some had the minog, they would not say az yashir. It says they would go from Baruch Sha'amar until Umahal Mlashem Tvartecha in, the, in the, the paragraphs before az yashir, and then they would stop, they would not sing the shira. Why? So the Shabbal Eleket says, he thinks the reason is, because the Mara Megillah says, Mai dechsev lo karav Kalalayla, Malachi Ashari's warrants to sing Shira, as Shem said, Masa Yadai Tovin Bayam, Vatimamrim Shira Lafanai. When people are suffering, we don't sing Shira. So again, I, I don't know if it's clear from the Shabbalai Leket whether he understood Masa Yadai here is going on the Mitzrayim or the Jews. It's it, probably Jews because we're talking about a Beis Avil, which is a, a Jewish uh, life cycle event. But the Shabbalai Leket takes the same rule that we don't sing Shira. When, uh, when, when, people are, when people are suffering. So again, I, I don't know if he understood it was Mitzrayim and he meant Kolchkein Jews, or he actually understood, like Rav Kasher, that the, the Gemara itself was speaking about the Jews, but, but he takes this Gemara that when people suffer, we don't sing Shira, and that was actually brought as a reason not to say, not to say Az Yashir in a base Avil. And this, this Minhag uh, still survived centuries later in the Mavra Yabuk, a 17th century work. On, on liturgy, on Avelos in particular. So he writes over there, he says in the Beis Avel, the minhag is that we say from Baruch Sha'amar until uh, he says that we say from Baruch Sha'amar, we don't sing the Shira. And the reason is, again, because Masayadei Tovim Bayam, Ba'atim Shira, not appropriate to sing Shira in a Beis Avel. Another century or two later, we have Rabbi Yosef Shal Nathanson, who said, the Mavri Yabuk says, you don't sing Shira, you don't say Az Yashir in a Beis Avel. He says, wait a second. The Tur, in Hilchas Tishabav, the Tur brings a minhag that they did not sing, that they did not say Az Yashir on Tishabav. On Tishabav, they didn't, they didn't say Az Yashir because it's not a time for Shira. 
So the so the, the Beis Yosef says the Kalbo says the same thing, but the Beis Yosef says that uh, the Beis Yosef says that we do say as the Beis Yosef actually seems to say there was such a minute. He says that you don't say as Yasher. The Beis Yosef says so. The Armin is Olam Noagin. They said Shiras Hazinu, an elegant compromise. Shiras Hazinu is also a Shira, but it is a uh, bloody and uh, you know, battle him of the Republic style uh, Shira. It's all about. Uh, it's all about wrath, and uh, I mean, obviously, it's all the way around. Battle Hymn of the Republic is influenced by the, the great biblical shiras like Hazinu, of course, but the, it's all about vengeance and, and punishment and and comeuppance for, for villainy and smashing the smashing evil. So that's what we sing on. Uh, uh, that's what we say instead of Azyashir. That's the we switch to that more somber mode of shira for for a base avil. Darke Moshe says. Not Arminag, Arminag is not like this. Arminag is, we say the regular Shira, Shira Sayam, Az Yashir, as we do every day. So, both on Tishabav and in the base Avel, there was a Machlokas, there were different Minhagim as to whether the ordinary Shira Sayam was said or not. Those who were against it said that the, the problem is, Masayaday Tovim Bayam, not a time for Shira. And the, the Dakimosha defends it. Our custom, our custom is, we do say the regular Shira Sayam, both on Tishabav and in the base Avel. And the Sholem Meshav says, Rabbi Yosef Shal Nathanson says, the Mavra Yabuk says, we don't say, we don't say the Shira at a base Avel. He says, well, that, that's the same Shita as the Torah, who says we don't say it on Tishabav, but Arminag is not like that on Tishabav, and Arminag is not like that on the base Avel either. Arminag is that Nikomakam, Yatsu, Yatsum Mitzrayim, the Jews at the end of the day, the Jews left Egypt. That is still a time, that's still a, that's still something that's still something that we uh, that, that's still something that we, that, that we celebrate, that we rejoice, and even though right now it's not a time, even though there, there was an element of, ju- of judgment and of punishment, at the end of the day we still celebrate the Yitzhak Mitzrayim, and uh, the Arminag, of course, is that we, that we do say, the, that we do say the Shira and Tishabav and uh, Beis Abel, despite the fact that there's an element of Masayadai Tovim Bayam. The, when, 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 I was, when I was looking into material on this topic, there are all kinds of uh, all kinds of I don't know rightists or other types of thinkers who have a hard time with the idea that we should feel any sympathy for our enemies. They they argue strongly for the Rav Kasher Midrash Tanhuma Midrash Eretz Yisrael. They call it uh, Shmos Rava interpretation. They want to downplay the Bavli as being less authoritative or wrong. As we've seen the the, the tradition Shibal Eleket Kolbo Maril the the Masoret Halacha the traditional Jewish Masoret does. Acknowledge this principle of binafolei vechal tismach that we very much do, even though there are there's a lot of uh, a lot of paradox and a lot of unresolved tension here. We we, we do very much recognize the principle of masayade tovim bayam vatsimamrum shira as a problem. Perhaps the most uh, expansive and eloquent explication of this idea is uh, that, that I that I came across is in the Meshachachma, from Mayor Simcha of Dvinsk. He says that Jews, he says other nations have holidays, they celebrate the days where they were victorious over their enemies, their enemies' downfall, they, they, they have victory celebrations, uh, VJ Day, or whatever it is, he says, they have uh, celebrations where they were victorious over their enemies. Lochein be Israel. Jews do not celebrate uh, the downfall of their enemies. Lo yismachu al lo yachogu tismach. We don't consider celebrating the downfall of enemies appropriate. That's why he says, uh, when Hashem says, remember what happened on Pesach, Hashem says, remember I took you out of Egypt. Rem- we don't say remember 
that I that, that I did that, that I that I meted out punishment to the Mitzrayim. Of course, there are plenty of places in the liturgy where we say that as well. We, in Dayenu, we say uh, we list all the things Hashem did for us. We say he he punished the Mitzrayim. There are certainly many places we do mention the punishments to the Mitzrayim. But the Arsimach understands, or Meir Simcha understands, that the primary focus of Pesach is the the salvation of the Jewish people and the the destruction of the enemy was necessary. It was maybe, maybe it was it was maybe even unfortunate, but but we acknowledge it. But it was. That's not a Chag, that's not a Yom Tov. We don't celebrate destruction of our enemies. Similarly, he says, the Nase of Hanukkah. He says, the, there's all kinds of Torah you hear about the, the two different Nisim. We talk about the Nase of the Mulchama, Rabbim Biyad Ma'atim, Tmeim Biyad Tahorim, Rishayim Biyad Tzadikim, Zaydim Biyad Secha. There's also the Nase of the Oil. So Rameir Simchaher focuses on the Nase of the Oil and the Nase of the Chanukah Space Hashem, the, the reestablishment of the temple service and, and that Hashem saved us from, from our enemies and so on, he says, but, 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 but we don't really want to focus on the destruction of our enemies and the downfall. We want to focus on the positive, the good that occurred to us, not on the victory, not on the destruction of the enemy. Purim as well, he says. Purim. He says, we didn't, we didn't establish the, the holiday of the day Haman was killed or the day that Shahargu uh, Busarnaim. That's not Simcha. Jews don't celebrate the death of our enemies, he says. The Yantif is beyond Masher Nachu The Yantif is the day that we rested, the day that we had peace, the day that we were no longer under, living under the, the sword of Damocles, of our enemies uh, massacring us, he says. That the, that's not what we celebrate, he says. We, 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 cel- we celebrate the rescue. We don't celebrate the destruction. He goes on like this. He reads this into the various Tukim and the Megillah as well. And then the Ramer Simcha winds, winds up. He says, the Mitzrayim were drowned in the Yamsuf on Yom Shvi Shal Pesach. And the, the, the Ramer Simcha is trying to explain why that, 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 of course, we know Hashem told us to celebrate the, the seventh day of Pesach as a Yom Tov. The first day of Pesach is Mikrai Kodesh. The last day of Pesach, the seventh day, two days in Chutzlar, sacred Yom. But the last day of the Shvi Shal Pesach is a Yom Tov. But Ramer Simcha begins with a statement of Chazal that in Pesach Mitzrayim, it was not a Yom Tov. Hashem told them it was a Yom Tov for the future, but in Pesach Mitzrayim, it was not yet a Yom Tov. So, Rameir Simcha explains, so why did God tell them right away that it's a Yom Tov, if it, wasn't going, if it wasn't going to be a Yom Tov until later? So he says, because had God waited until, until after the destruction of Mitzrayim at the Yamsuf, we would have thought that that is the Simcha of Pesach, that the Simcha of the Mikrei Kodesh was that we're rejoicing in the downfall of Mitzrayim and the destruction of Mitzrayim as, as the Yamsuf, as per that minhag brought in the Maril, that they used to say Zman Simcha Seinu on the seventh day of Pesach, eighth day of Pesach, because it was great Simcha for the Mitzrayim, great Simcha because the Mitzrayim were destroyed. Says Rameir Simcha, absolutely not. That's what God wanted to avoid, exactly that misconception. That's why he commanded us to have the Yom Tov even before the, the Jews left Egypt, even though it, wasn't, it didn't apply in that year, because... They didn't sing Shira, he says. They didn't sing Shira then. There's no, there's no Yom Tov for the destruction of Rishon. That's why God says that the Yom Tov I'm telling you now, before the Mitzrayim were destroyed, it's for the future, but I'm telling you now because it's not connected to the destruction of the Mitzrayim. I'm telling you the day even before the I'm telling you about it even before the Mitzrayim were destroyed. That the, that's why he brings another Midrash, which I could not find, but he brings another Midrash that says that it doesn't say Simcha about Pesach. The, the words, even though the, the Rambam we've discussed in the past, the halacha is that the mitzvah of simcha applies to all the Yom Tovim. The word simcha in the Torah is 
is understood in halacha primarily as referring to sukkos. The Iker Simcha is sukkos, and the word itself is written about sukkos. And the, and the Midrash says, he says, that's why it doesn't say Simcha on Pesach in the Torah. That's why we don't say Halel. Again, because the, there's a fundamental principle of B'nefolei Vechal Tismach, that we do not rejoice in the destruction of our enemies. And God wanted to make this very clear. The Yomta of the Mikrai Kodesh of the seventh day is not because of, of, the, of the downfall of the Mitzrayim. There are certain Minhagim, certain Hasidim, I think. There are certain people who celebrate Shvi Shal Pesach as a special Yom Tov because of the Kriyas Yamsuf and the, the, the salvation, I guess, and the destruction of the Mitzrayim. But Amir Simcha is arguing at length that's wrong. God deliberately wanted to avoid that misconception. That, that, that we do not celebrate the day of the destruction of our enemies. We only celebrate the positive, the good, the good that, that accrued to us. But we do not celebrate the, the, that's not the Jewish way, he says. It's not the Jewish way to celebrate the, the downfall of our enemies. Again, it's not that simple because, because the Gemara does say, the Pasuk does say, and the Gemara does say that has no joy but he causes others to have joy, and that, uh, even, though, and that even though it does say, B'nefolei vecha al-tismach, as we've been saying, it, the Gemara does say, B'avod Risham Rina, B'avod Acha Ben-Amri Rina. So again, there, 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 there are numerous discussions in the Achronim, there, there are all kinds of fine and delicate distinctions in the Rishonim and Achronim, but, but these, these are the basic sources in the Midrashim, and different Achronim have to choose which ones to emphasize, which ones to focus on, Rameir Simcha is a uh, notable humanistic voice here. He's taking the position that it is fundamentally un-Jewish to celebrate the destruction and death of your enemies, even enemies like the Mitzrayim. Therefore, he says, even though it's, you can't deny that certain elements of the liturgy of Pesach, the Menachem of Pesach, focus on the deaths of the Egyptians, Dayenu, and the, we, we have the whole section before Dayenu, how many makas did the Mitzrayim receive? 50 and 200 and 250 and so on. So there, even in the even in the Hal Hagadol, Hodul Hashem Kitov Kilon Chasto, we go on and on of Nir Parav Chelav Yamsuf and 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 there are many references there to the punishments of the Mitzrayim and Az Yashir itself, as we mentioned, the Shiras Yam itself is full of references to to God's uh, terrible justice upon the Mitzrayim. So you can't deny that we do focus on that; that that is an element of the focus of Pesach. But at the end of the day, Rameir Simcha maintains that the, it's fundamentally un-Jewish to establish a holiday to commemorate and celebrate the death of our enemies. The holiday is about the benefit we received, God's chesed to us. The, the, the destruction of our enemies is incidental, but is not something that we focus on and we celebrate.